0: Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps.
2: Mentioned It is time for our Friday morning coffee break and delighted to welcome to the studio three good friends of the Limerick Today show. Broadcaster and solicitor Will Leahy, uh, journalist David Raleigh and Shirley Flynn. From Bow Clinic uh, on the Edis Road, and you're all welcome. Good morning to you. Um, now, um, I know Shirley, knowing these two guys well, that they are the ultimate romantics. They put the rest of They've us. They've every
1: s- sign of it. I can see the flowers have been bought. <laughs> Why they... is he's, well, he's well ahead. They're well. These guys are sharp. They know what they're doing. I'm you know, nothing, <laughs> 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 um, uh, uh,
2: uh, David's partner in life works here, and she will often come in day after day yes, with he got more in, stories of these romantic in the romant gestures. In now <laughs> he was clever. <laughs>
0: and you begin the morning what? What does he do now? What
2: did he do? <laughs> it's just, it's just wonderful. What about you? Do you embrace Valentine's Day? Yes, Shirley? I do.
1: I work with a lot of lovely girls. Um, actually, what I would like is a special request because today is not alone Valentine's Day, but it's a 40th birthday for one of the girls that works inside. Her birthday's on the 14th, which is today. So I'd like you all to wish Tammy a very happy 40th birthday.
2: Happy birthday, Tammy! That's Go great on, to hear. Is it. she listening? She is. She's listening. All oh, right. Okay.
1: Listening.
3: Come on, guys. Well done, Tammy.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> the Come sincerity. On, wake yeah. Up. yeah,
3: yeah, they're waking up.
2: You've you got to love it. So, you're not someone who necessarily believes it's been ruined by commercialism, then?
1: No, there's an. El- there's always going to be an element of that, but that's how how life is. But more importantly, there's lots of. Um, love isn't all about the one-to-one and everything else, even though it's all portrayed like that. It's about families. It's about, like, I've listened to the girls and there's cards given for kids and grandmothers and flowers and thoughtfulness from people. I think it's more about thoughtfulness. That's an interesting point, yeah. And it's not... It is the one-to-one, definitely. I mean, and then it's the heartbreak and then it's the make-up and then it's all combinations. But I think the facts of it are that it's... It is more... From what I'm seeing with all the different girls, it's more... Um, taking care of people around them and making sure if it's just sitting down with that cup of coffee or sharing a bun with them, it's more about that kind of thing yeah. is what I see in it. Yeah. And even clients coming in. You can sense the happiness from it. It's all about being there in the important moments, just yes. the,
3: the the little moments that are essential to any relationship, you know. And um that's what I've done, you know, maintained it through the years. Sixteen years now, she's still with me. <laughs> Collecting the kids, putting the fire on. That
0: yeah. kind of stuff. The Th- steady those stuff. are the important things. She, she does right. all that for you, does she? Yeah. <laughs> Go on, tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually getting I'm quite not emotional
3: here. No. <laughs> <laughs> tell <laughs> us more, Willow. Uh,
0: well, yeah. We'll, uh, I'll be honest with you, when you're younger and you're in your twenties, you really dive into it and you've the restaurant booked and you've all the rest of it I think, I suppose you get a little bit as you get older and you hear other people's stories there is the other side of Valentine's Day it's like another one of those mother's and father's days which is hard for people who've maybe lost the person they love or uh, maybe have just recently ended a relationship and or have been single for a long time so it is yet another thing that's lumped in, um, so I, I think if you're into it, it's great, if you're not it's kind of hard, I think it's yet another reminder, oh, I'm single again this year. Or, oh, I broke up with that person this year. So, um, I really, me, I'm fine with it. I'll participate. Can't say I'm an active participant in it, uh, but um, you can see both sides to it. And it must be fantastic for uh, restaurants though, because they've had a grim January and the weather is mank. So, I'm sure every restaurant is stuffed tonight and tomorrow night and I'm sure they're very grateful for it.
2: uh, Although you would want to be in a certain headspace to be in a restaurant in Nimerick or anywhere else tonight or tomorrow night wouldn't you, you know, if you're looking around and there are all these happy couples if you're not in a happy couple yourself are you happy for other happy couples no yes no
1: yes god knows of course god almighty absolutely totally happy why not it's nice to see a love and joy going around the place come on guys <laughs>
2: well i have to say our friends at amber nightclub they're hosting an anti-valentine's party tonight and they're encouraging people to bring along a picture of their ex rip it up <laughs> And you'll get free entry to Amper. Uh, it's called the Shred That X event. <laughs> Brilliant! Isn't that a good one?
1: Well, you know what? That suits people as well and opens the door for other, other, um, for other ways of looking at things. Yeah. And if that's what they want, that they're ready to say goodbye to something and start something new, there again, is love. Um, and and love is blossoming.
0: Great again. way of finding a whole pile of single people in one room. Yes. Think about it. Very good point.
3: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Joe, important question. What are you going to do tonight? Well, it's funny (laughs) you should
0: ask
2: that because I I know somebody. I know a fella. Hang on, he's ready for this answer. Now, you shouldn't have asked him. He's ready.
3: Tear up the script now. Tell us the truth.
2: (laughs) I I know a fella um, and, you know, he doesn't believe in Valentine's Day because he thinks, well, sure, look, everyone in those circumstances will do something. So what he likes to do is do it more spontaneously. Do it when people don't expect, like maybe tomorrow or Sunday or, you know, uh, particularly if there's a picture and no sound in the house, then, yeah. you know, it... it, it
0: you're, you're just ah, you're I'm just seconds away from the phrase, when you're married to me, every day is Valentine's Day. <laughs> you're just seconds away from that now. Get that on the T-shirt.
2: Well, I was telling uh, one of the guests earlier that what's actually happening is that my other half is at home potty training our son for Valentine's Day. So, what a catch am I, huh? Yeah.
0: <laughs> should get around to potty training you any one of these days as well we'll be fine then <laughs> when, when, when it rains it pours
2: Joe when it rains it pours, when it, when it rains, it pours. Okay. Dave
0: will go over and do it for you because he's be, when he's done yeah, the bins well... the bins the dishwasher everything else he'll go over to the potty training in your a house a few
3: tricks Joe no problem no problem <laughs> I can tell you There's a notebook tf. here with little bullet points you'll be I'm Uh, seriously impressed. Seriously impressed. And particularly considering
2: how busy you were at the weekend covering the general election, you still had time to think about all these things? Absolutely, it's Never out of the
3: mind, Joel, like yourself. (laughs) (laughs) What, the potty training
0: of the election? I'm
3: confused now. I'm lost. (laughs) Or or,
0: is there a thin line between the two?
3: Well,
2: speaking of that, elections, I mean, um, where are we um, this Friday, uh, having had our election uh, last week, the count... And now we don't know who's, well, going to, excuse the get into bed It's a bit pun, like Donald Rumsfeld, with, isn't it, at oh. uh,
3: that time when he made that great statement, you know, there are unknowns, and we know there are unknowns, that we don't know what they are, but we know they're there kind of thing. And um, just reading the front page of the Irish Independent this morning, you know, hot off the presses... The headline is, Back B to shut out Sinn Féin, Martin urges Fine Gael. So Mihal Martin now is kind of saying to Fine Gael, look, we looked after ye, ye look after us. I want to be Taoiseach. I'm not going to talk to Sinn Féin. And um, that's kind of where we are. Everybody's kind of now looking to the distinct possibility that it's going to be something down the road of Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael and the Greens to make up the numbers for a, a sort of a coalition uh, rainbow government and that uh, Sinn Féin will be the largest party in opposition. And, um, I mean, whatever way you look at it, uh, if, if Sinn Féin don't get into government this, t- this time... They're likely to increase uh, their seats again and uh, if we do have an election again shortly, they're likely to increase their seats again. So I think it's now or never for uh, most of the TDs who've been re-elected back in for Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael to say, look, our time is now because it may not be there.
2: Uh, and do you, do you think that Micheál Martin, the leader of Fianna Fáil, that he is saying it's going to be a confidence and supply thing that he's going to say to Leo Varadkar, look, you can be in opposition kind of the way we were, mm. but on certain key votes you support uh, a, 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 a minority government that we'll lead in Fianna Fáil with maybe a couple of other parties and we'll get on with it and shout out to you. That's rather than a coalition, you think?
3: Yeah, that'll certainly be Michal Martin's agenda uh, when he when he goes in for for these talks with Leo Radker and the Greens. Um, but who knows what's going to happen? You know, um, I think Will was saying outside, this is the new normal, yeah. and tomorrow we might have another new normal, and the next day, and it's just changing and changing and changing. But people are, you know, the electorate will uh, get impatient, and they'll want um, something to happen. I was talking to a number of TDs uh, who attended the Fianna Fáil parliamentary party meeting yesterday in in, in Dublin, and. I mean, talk about sitting on their hands. No one would say what, no one would say yay or nay, and they're all looking to me, Mi- to me, Hall Martin. No one is going off the party line, and um, it, 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 it's really down to the mainstream parties now, I think, to, to sort something out. What do you think, Will? Uh,
0: well, if we learned anything, where were we this day last week? Right, if we've learned anything from this election, and I'm as much a political junkie as everybody else, the pundits haven't a clue, okay? I mean, Ivan Yates told me to put my house. On 60 seats for Fianna Fáil, right? He said at worst 58, best 62. Put your house on it, he said. "No, this is the former bookie, by the way. Uh, So I went and I got the deeds and I went down to Paddy Powers. So, uh, you know, the bottom line is this, is that every, this day last week, I flicked around all the channels and every political pundit was saying, well, on a bad day, Fianna Fáil will get 48. On a good day, they're going to get 64. There was nobody going lower than 48. Okay. Uh, Ivan Yates, 60. He was, and he was very close to the previous election. So I said to myself, right, we'll wake up now and this is the way it was. It was nothing like that. Yet it was eerily similar to the Irish Times poll of the Monday. I think we were within one point of each. So my view is this, save all the millions on the next general election, we'll just have an opinion poll. Because, you know, it was so close. And I do find it odd. And I mean, you were there, you were both there for the whole thing. Do you think in our lifetime, right, it's going to be done on an app? Because I still think pencils and counting in this age where you can send your blood sample over the internet and get a result from Arizona, I think to myself, will we in our lifetime see the end of counting and that we'll all just log on to an app, have a retina scan and then do our vote? Because I just think whilst it's nice and quaint and all that and it's great excitement and it's a soap opera, it does hark back to the last remnants of olden times. Seeing people going around with bunches of paper and pencils and I'm saying to myself, uh, this can't much be for long for this world. if do you think, Shirley?
1: Um, I, I've varied opinions on it, right? I wouldn't be as well-versed now uh, politically as either of these guys here beside me. But what I have noticed, um, again, through the girls in the clinic, Sinn Féin have made very strong effort to come forward this time. They have... Um, they've done the work on the ground floor. As in that the um, the girls that I'm listening to, they're telling me, oh... Maurice Quinlevin came, he did this, he did that. Now, I have to say, Willie O'Dea has mentioned quite a bit as well. He's been very good to people. But it's just interesting that the change has come from a steady, they're building a rapport with the people. They're not just politicians sitting at the top. They're actually getting into people's lives and into their homes. So how this balances up, I have absolutely no idea. But I do see and recognise a strong change in that this step-up has come from a one-to-one contact with people.
2: Yes, I mean, it was interesting, and I'm not going to embarrass the people involved here in terms of the campaign, but the Limerick leader did have a quote. Now, it wasn't a direct quote. It was overheard while various things were going on and different teams from different candidates were doing tallies as we know in the, uh, the, the morning and uh, apparently the supporters of uh, one particular uh, individual candidate um, said Gee, it was these, these tallies, something to the effect of it's like uh, looking up a cow's rear end trying to find a banjo or so, so, some, something like that. No, the, the, the overall tally that was done was highly professional and very, very accurate. in the limerick context of both of the constituencies. But I wonder if Will's point is we just don't trust each other enough to go electronic that, you know, at least there is a, a, this transparency around the tally system and seeing yeah. everything being put out in front of you.
3: But whatever about that, Joe, it's the drama of it. Um. We'd miss it. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, and plus, if will we wants went... To blink at a screen. <coughs> yeah, if we I go if, to be if, out there if, if, for excruciating 48 hours, just yeah. you know, losing the will to live, almost, yeah. and, 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 and waiting I, for that figure to come in, and waiting for the tallies, first of all, and, <laughs> and waiting for votes <laughs> and counts and all that sort I'm of thing. am thinking
2: things. romantic and thoughts and, now, David, and, in and your and case. and I'm thinking about
3: bringing in the and will, at what time will I get back and all that kind of thing. But, and you I'm know, to, you'd, you'd miss the drama.
0: I'm going to you? distribute candidate X's 325 <laughs> votes. So we have to... We're not just toss a coin for it, like, you know? I mean, the only thing is, if we do go electronic, if we do go electronic, Putin will pick our government. So that's the only way around it. So, well, that's know, there the is thing. That. That's the thing. I mean, I, I don't know. You have to ask yourself, every day it changes. As I said this day last week, if you had told me we'd all wake up on Monday and accept that Sheen and Fain and Fianna Fáil are going to get into coalition together, I think everybody was accepting that on Monday, and we were kind of, oh, yeah, okay, that kind of works. And now today, I think Mihal Martin has backed himself into such a corner there is no wiggle room. He didn't give himself any wiggle room on the six one last night. It was not happening. So, mm-hmm. and, and from what we read in the papers of the thirty eight that were there yesterday, only two were in favour of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, but then again. You'll have to ask some older listeners, Do they ever think they'd see a time when we'd be considering Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael getting into coalition together?
2: Yeah, that's true. The only thing is in Fianna Fáil, and maybe people in the background are thinking this, if you change the leader, can a new leader say something else without an election that allows a coalition that the current leader is ruling out?
0: Yeah, but I don't think the current leader is going to
2: allow that. Well, he won't want it. Yeah. He won't want it. But it doesn't automatically mean that it mightn't happen. You never know. All right. Uh, Willie, David Raleigh, and Shirley Flynn are with us for a Friday morning coffee break. We'll have more after this short break. now, spent the break getting fantastic romantic tips uh, from David Raleigh and Willie, he, which I'm just writing down <laughs> here now. What was uh, your favourite one? <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep those to ourselves, sure. Uh, because what would be the point otherwise? <laughs> <laughs> Shirley Flynn from Bow Clinic on the Ellis Road is with us as well. Now, um, the, the whole issue on the roads, um, the Road Safety Authority saying that one third of road deaths in Ireland still the result of speeding and the Guardi have decided to extend the use of speed cameras a decade after their introduction to 900 more roads and as well as that 170 high-tech handheld speed guns to be deployed uh, this month and unlike the previous guns these new ones can operate in all weather and at night and can target vehicles get this according to this article anyway up to a kilometre away so will that frighten people sufficiently Dave do you think into better behaviour?
3: I'm not sure, a kilometre away, uh, really, yeah, well, that's fantastic. But but they are introducing a a lot more technology uh, into the force now and a lot of investment going into the traffic core, uh, especially, and there was a pilot project here in Limerick, actually, uh, that is... Expected to be rolled out across the country, where they were using these. Hel- uh, the guardy were using handheld devices, uh, which allowed them uh, to uh, track cars basically. And if any car was didn't have tax or insurance on it, it would bleep on the handheld device. They'd be able to pull that car in, as opposed to. Um, stopping a long line of traffic, having massive um, tailbacks and all that. Uh, so it, it's cutting down on all that sort of red tape and sort of annoying motorists who do have their tax and insurance and who have to wait for, for some fellow up the road who, who didn't bother paying his tax and insurance. So the technology is coming in slowly. Um, look, obviously, it's, 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 it's a good thing if um, it's going to um, remind, you know, someone behind the wheel of a car, oh, you know, this stuff is here kilometre up the road I better watch myself do you know what I mean and take the foot off the pedal so yeah it can only be a good thing What do you think Shirley?
1: No I think um, safety for anybody that's out on the road is very very important and I think like for younger drivers they learn to be trained in and it's not necessarily younger drivers it's a combination of people that are on our roads but I think it's a good thing it's very positive that um, the safety of all people is being taken care of here
2: yeah. We did an interesting chat in the office yesterday, though, and people were talking about and Maybe it's perception rather than reality. Perhaps the Gardaí have to do more in explaining this and the company involved as well. These speed vans uh, placed in locations that the ordinary motorist believes are designed really to sh- essentially shoot fish in a barrel. You know, that it's it's basically just ticking the box uh, in certain stretches of of roads and then there are other stretches of roads where people feel they are there are a lot of dangerous
0: driving going on and you never see a speed fan
1: with yeah that's true
0: but I, I haven't they been allowed designated spaces and it's on a website so i think they're stuck with that i mean i, I live out in Cratloe, so when i'm driving in there's usually the the two places the only two places you'll ever find them on that road are just before the radisson and then uh just before the roundabout of kuna they're they're the only two places on that road they're, they're that they're there, and you know they're there at this point. And I'll be honest with you every Christmas morning, I drive into my mother's house, and at 8 a.m., there's a speed van there. And I always say, Arrah, Christmas Day. <laughs> uh, would you not? First of all, you're making the poor fella or, or girl work inside in the van, or I'll it. But then, I mean, there isn't going to be a single person who's going to say that enforcing speed laws isn't a good thing. There isn't a single person that will say that. And uh, there isn't a solicitor who will say it's a bad thing because it's going to put us all out of business. So, I mean, you know... Although, again, in the same way as the voting app, are we w- within our lifetime going to see all of this irrelevant because we'll have electric cars or we'll have driverless cars, and uh, the driverless cars will be programmed so they can't exceed the speed limit? Mm-hmm. So, are, are we in the last twenty years of speeding? You know, it's a very good point. We're that, in the last ten know? years of diesel, diesel and petrol cars. Yeah. So we're in maybe um, a kind of a defunct thing,
3: really. But I mean, you mentioned that I know you're kind of half jesting about it, the Christmas Day stuff. But how many times, you know, as journalists, have we sort of had to go and cover something like that? I'm Christmas Day where there's been a tragedy yeah. and uh, all obviously whenever someone loses their life uh, on the road it's a tragedy but especially around that festive time so you know, I mean look these things can only be good. Yeah, There is some talk, if I understand this correctly, uh, that they're going to
2: remove some camera warning signs you know, those that you see up, you're entering a zone and you know some of the commentary around that is well does that really make sense because is that not also a way of reducing speed you see the camera warning sign oh okay i better behave
0: myself you know isn't it the one thing yeah. though that i think that any politician can point at to say laws have saved lives isn't it the one thing because you can see the annual statistics and if you go back 20 years we were having double the deaths on the roads. They brought in the, the more severe drink driving. Deaths went down that year. They brought in the speed vans. Deaths went down. We're now at the lowest level of deaths on our roads, and that is because of regulation. And I know it's the one people say we need less regulation rather than more regulation, but it's the one thing that you can point at that you can say more regulation has led to saving lives
2: yeah that's very true now we want to mention um, our comment of the week prize nice one it's uh, Prosecco afternoon tea for two in the five star uh, Savoy Hotel in Limerick City Centre and uh, Evelyn good news for you (laughs) you were commenting on our Facebook uh, talking about Valentine's Day and you said uh, we had to celebrate last night with a curry and Netflix boyfriend announced he's going to his mother's for the weekend Um, I did get a beautiful hand bag bought for me though so all is good well now you have afternoon tea for two at the savoy on top of that evelyn oh, hold so. on a second
0: now you're expected to buy a handbag <laughs> i i never got that memo where dave oh no
2: listen dave has dave has a choice of handbags oh, in the is that, of his Damn, that guy. <laughs> no,
0: right? because she's going
3: to bring her handbag. friends to the afternoon tea so he, he's still out in the cold but the way back in is the
0: cold Bring the coal. In. Get the fire yeah. on. Keep She'd alarm. much prefer a coal than a handbag. Connect the kids. Point put me one on. woman that wouldn't prefer a bucket of coal to a handbag. Uh, one's right here. <laughs> put, put the dinner
3: on, Joe. Dave's your uncle. You're in like Flynn. I have to say, if we could
2: afford it, we'd have you in here for a week start ag- on <laughs> romance. You
3: were agreeing with this <laughs> during the ads. You were right. <laughs> <practically. laughs>
2: yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, and, and the last thing, and maybe this actually cheers people up going into the weekend or certainly coming back into the office on Monday. According to an article in the Financial Times, time wasting in the office can be good for you.
1: Yes. I read that, and it seems basically what they're trying to do, you become more counterproductive if you take a bit of a respite. That's my interpretation of it anyway. So as much as you keep going at something, your brain gets exhausted, your body gets exhausted at some stage, and you do need just a bit of time out here and there. But in a nice... um, just an organised way. The so, way they're trying to organise it I think is a good thing. It's an opening. It's different.
2: So Shirley's team at the Bow Clinic on yes. the Ennis Road, there's your Valentine's gift yes. for you. Time wasting in the office yes. it can be good for you. Alright guys, This is thank you very ma- much. I hope that you have, well, not me a problem for day, but I hope the rest of us have a lovely Valentine's <laughs> Day and a super uh, weekend. Uh, thank you to uh, RT broadcaster and solicitor here in Limerick, Will Leahy, Shirley Flynn from Bow Clinic on the Ennis Road and uh, journalist David Raleigh. Um, that is it from us. Uh, stay tuned for Limerick's best music mix on Live 95 and loads of sports commentaries this weekend. Monsters match tonight. The Limerick hurlers tomorrow. Best of luck uh, to them and uh, hope you have a super weekend and we will be back with you
0: on Monday. Call Limerick today now on 46 19